Let's talk to the commissioner of the Sun Belt. That is Keith Gills. He joins me here in downtown New Orleans. Hi, Commissioner. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, it's great to be here. You know, it's year two now of the four new teams, including JMU, coming in. As you've been through a year and get set for year two, how do you assess the league right now? Oh, I think the, the league's in a, in a great place, you know. And, and the thing that is great, it makes me so optimistic, is I think we're in a really good place, but I think our best days are ahead. Mm -hmm. And that's a good thing. If you think about the transition of the, the new schools, just look in the sport of football. JMU gets ranked, has a, the best conference record in the East in the Eastern Division. Um, you know, Marshall goes to a bowl, has a bunch of wins. Southern Miss goes to a bowl, has a bunch of wins. ODU beats Virginia Tech. I mean, it's just a great start adding so much no to our league and um, really contribute to a great football season. You know, and I want to mainly stick with football, but, I mean, we talked at this event a year ago even about basketball and, and, and growing that. And yeah. that was such a success last year. And it, it kind of right. <laughs> it rose maybe quicker than, than people thought it would. And other sports did as well last yeah. year. Yeah, and JMU was a huge part of that. I mean, I, I think the men's team was – Right around 39 or 40, you know, in the net around, you know, kind of January in that early part of the season. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so, no, it's, it's tremendous. Obviously, women's basketball team winning the, mm -hmm. um, the tournament, volleyball winning our championship as well. So I think JMU certainly uh, made their presence felt uh, in the Sun Belt. <laughs> well, and that's part of why you went after them, wasn't it? I oh, mean, absolutely. To, to be, be competitive in every sport. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and the great thing is, you know, coming into this, I, I – I had a front row seat to how good and comprehensive sure. JMU was. And so they, they didn't disappoint. And we expect the same thing this year. You know, mm -hmm. football was picked to finish first in the East. Um, and, and so people are really um, anticipating some good things from JMU. Now, obviously, the, the ruling came down, and, and I'm sure you've been asked this. Um, obviously, that they, they can't, the transition isn't going to get cut down to just one year. But is there any way, if they would go undefeated, is there any way they could play in, in, the, in the championship game? It, would you be able to, to change that or override that or anything like that? You know, as a, as a, as the rule rate as the rule is in place right now, it, it, they're not eligible, right? You know, but obviously, you know, if if the league got together and and decided something different, then those things could change, right. couldn't they? But um, but yeah. right now, you know, it's kind of. Yeah, we're kind of in, in, in the It is what it is. It, right? is. it is what it is, <laughs> and it is unfortunate because I don't know if there's been a more ready. FCS football program than JMU. Right. And then if you look at how do you show you're ready, will you go out and beat teams? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, that's what they did, yeah. you know. And so I, I think that's the unfortunate thing is, you know, your eyes are telling you, hey, they're different, you know. And, and, and so you, you, would, you would think they would have a different path. Again, a different your your hands are tied a little bit, obviously, in, in, in what, what can happen. Yeah, so. absolutely. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. But, but, yeah, but unbelievable in terms of – you know how they started. I was at the first game against Middle Tennessee last yeah. year. Great crowd. And then to kind of jump into FBS the way that they did right. by really, you know, putting it on a quality team that a few weeks later beat Miami. Right, yeah. Um, you know, that, that says a lot uh, about the depth of the football. Yeah, we were all a little, little surprised by everything a year ago. I don't think that the, the guys in that locker room probably weren't, but everybody else right. was kind of surprised, yeah. even, even us that follow them pretty close. We're talking to Keith Gill, the commissioner of the Sun Belt Conference. And, you know, you talked about a couple of things um, yesterday that I wanted to hit on. And um, you mentioned you're good with 14. You never know in the ever-changing landscape of, of college athletics. But uh, this group of 14 really is solid. And, and I'm guessing you're not looking to expand right now, are you? We're really not. You know, the way I think about it is something crazy happens externally. Right. You never know what's going to happen in the landscape. 
but we love kind of who we are. We love our membership. Um, I think they love kind of what we're doing, how we've built the league in terms of the regional rivalries. And, um, and, and, and so, and I just think that's solid. And I think you start growing past 14, it just changes things in some, in, in some ways that make things difficult. Like, do you have an eight-team division? And then does that mean in football, then you never play the other division? Right. You know, well, I guess never. You'd have one game, so you either rotate through. But I think that makes it hard when you're going eight, nine, ten no years before you're playing teams. So I, I think this number is right at the upper edge of our kind of limits um, to manage and um, feel really good about it. No, is there ever a chance to have the championship game at a neutral site like some of the Power Fives do right now? You know, I, I think there is. You know, I, I don't – I really like where we are in terms of yeah. having it on campus and having that be another incentive for trying to have the best record. Right. Because then you get to host the game, and, um, and then you get that kind of environment, that kind of crowd. Um, so I, I think we're good right now. But I, I think we're always open to evaluating, hey, how can we do better and are there things that we can do to, to, to make this make this championship even better than it already is? And the thing that's hard, too, is sometimes at a neutral site, depending on where it's at and who's in the game, you never know about the crowd. I mean, yeah. on, on a campus site, you're probably going to have a pretty good crowd. Yeah, exactly. And you also, the timing of it. Sometimes sure. that's coming down to the last week. It is. You know? yeah. and, um, and so you it's hard for people to plan. It's hard for people to plan even if it's at their home site, right. let alone if then they've got to travel to some place that's three, 400 miles away. So – um, so this has worked for us pretty well, and um, I, I think we'll certainly stick with it for the near future. We're talking to Sunbelt Commissioner Keith Gill on the show today as we continue from uh, downtown New Orleans at the, at the Sunbelt Football Media Days. What are some things maybe on the horizon in football? Um, we'll stick with that. Just what are some things that you guys in, in the league are kind of looking at maybe changing or, or maybe tweaking a little bit? Are there some things that you guys are looking at down the road? You know, I, I do think um, there's, there's one goal, I would say, is, you know, with the expansion of the college football playoff, is just trying to be a regular college football playoff participant right. from the Sun Belt. I, I think that's really important. Um, this year we want to get to the New Year Six, you know, we, we, and then next year we want to do that. We're looking at some neutral site games, you know, to maybe kick off the season. Um, so we've talked to some some folks about potentially doing that. That's happened before in Charlotte, um, and you know, maybe somewhere in D.C. and some other things. So that that's mm -hmm. something that we're talking to ESPN and some of our partners about. We need some new bowl partners or some additional bowl partners. Um, so we really like the five that we have, but. You know, if you think about last year, we had nine teams that had six or more wins. Um, and so we would like to get that bowl number to seven, eight, maybe nine in terms mm -hmm. of primary bowl partners. So those are some of the things that we're kind of really um, kind of focused on and, and helping to grow the league, and particularly in the visibility right. part. Do you feel like that will happen soon as far as the bowl partners, uh, getting maybe at least seven where you're, all, you're tied in and not just five? The bowl partner – issue is tricky in the sense of we're prohibited from adding primary partners until the cycle ends. Okay. So one of the things we've been working on is trying to get the NCAA to open up the cycle. Mm -hmm. and we were unsuccessful last year, <laughs> and to this point, we've not been successful um, this year. So I'm not sure. What I, what I do feel really good about is when the cycle does open in 26, um, we're going to have some really good opportunities um, to, to, to get some additional bowl partners. So I think it will definitely happen when the cycle opens. Right. The, the, our focus, though, is how can we do that before For that? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And with the college football playoff expanding next year, again, that is important for a conference like the Sun Belt to be able to, to have, have some, a representative in that, in, that, in that playoff. Yeah, absolutely. You know, obviously Cincinnati made it um, a few years right. back. But the reality is it's, it's way too – it's the eye of the needle 
needle type stuff to try to make it right now from from our league. And so I think when it expands to 12, that's a legitimate opportunity to earn a spot and play for a national championship. And I think we're really looking forward to it. And I think the league has shown that when we play teams from um, the autonomy conferences, we can win those games. And so I think our opportunities in the playoffs will be frequent. And I think we'll have a chance to get some upsets as well. I'm sure you've been asked about this. You talked about it yesterday, the NIL, and, and how obviously at the, the autonomy conferences, it's a much different deal than yeah. it is in, in the Sun Belt. But what, I mean, I know you call it kind of for a congressional solution to this. Is that, yeah. is that kind of what you're going to stick with and, and kind of work toward? I think so, yeah. I, I think it's really important because it's, it's interesting because our, our challenges are all the same whether it's autonomy or non-autonomy in terms of how um, NIL works. And, and some of that is, one, we really need to have um, some sunshine on these deals. There's so many rumors. You don't know what's true, right. what's not. And so it's not really a true market. You know, you've just got right. parents and agents saying, oh, I got this much, and people reacting. And so I think that's important, trying to have a uniform contract, trying to have some consumer protections for the parents and the student-athletes. And then the other thing is we've got to get it out of the transfer and the recruitment space. Because right now, in a lot of places, it's pay for play, and it's being used to induce students to come, and that's not really what it's designed to do. Right, no doubt about that. So hopefully something will happen with that. We will. <laughs> it's a big part of college athletics now, now, no doubt about that. Yeah, absolutely. Commissioner, good to see you as always. Yeah, Thank you very Thanks much for, for having some time. Me. I really appreciate, appreciate it. it.